Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. Welcome to episode one. I'm going to discuss how I got started with fasting, my fasting struggles, and the most requested question is how I lost over 50 pounds in three months. So I'm going to talk about my routine in here. Let's get started. Everything discussed here is based on my personal knowledge and experience. None of this is meant as medical advice. The content here is not intended to be substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions in regards to starting a new fasting routine, workouts, or diet. So dear ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, I will introduce myself and talk about how I got started with fasting and discuss my exact fasting protocol that helped me lose over 50 pounds in three months. My name is Monica or Monika Banak. My accent is Polish, if you're wondering. I grew up in Poland and I moved here to the States when I was 16 years old. I have worked as a trauma nurse in the past, but currently work as an advanced practice nurse more specifically, a certified registered nurse anesthetist, and I specialize in adults, pediatrics, and obstetric anesthesia. So my story, kind of like probably a lot of you guys, I have tried every diet known to men. My last diet that I tried was ketogenic diet, and I was quite successful for about a year. But when I went off of it, I gained most of my weight back. So I was so fed up with regaining the weight after going back to eating carbs that I felt so defeated. I had no interest in starting another diet. I was just, I told myself, I'm done. Somewhere along the way, last year in 2019, I stumbled upon prolonged fasting And I was quite fascinated by the idea of not only being able to lose weight, but most importantly, healing my body from all the damage I have done over the years through yo-yo dieting, drinking, binge eating, junk food. But I also, being in my 40s, I just turned 41, it's something that really interests me as the anti-aging effects of fasting. So I love to research and read. So I focused on doing that for a few weeks and jumped into my first five-day fast at the end of January 2019. I was amazed how good I felt after I got through the day two and three. On day four, during the max maximum stage of autophagy, which autophagy is your body's own cell repair, I had this throbbing pain in my right knee where I previously had surgery and torn meniscus. 
and then also my cervical spa, spine where I always had issues with pain due to my job and, you know, the heavy chest area. So the throbbing pain was your body's own autophagy stem cells going to that part of your body and repairing it, healing it. It was kind of weird and scary at the beginning because I didn't know what was happening. You know, like, why am I having a throbbing pain? Is something wrong? But next day, day four and five, all that pain was gone. It was just amazing. I felt great. I had no pain. And I just, I mean, this is a great reminder how remarkable our bodies truly are and what they are capable of doing when you actually let them heal on their own. So in 2019, I did some on and off fasting, but I wasn't very consistent with it. I would fast, then I would binge eat because I felt like, oh, okay, I fasted three days, so now I can eat whatever I want. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> I was stuck in this vicious cycle of losing 20 pounds and then over a few weeks regaining 15 pounds over and over. I couldn't understand like why my mind kept going back to binge eating after I had done all this amazing healing to my body through fasting. I did some more digging deep into my mind and I realized that a lot of my binge eating was boredom, some old habits, some emotions that maybe I haven't dealt with and I needed to work on that mental part of my weight loss first. So this year in 2020 in April, I contacted Cole Robinson, the founder of Snake Diet, and he encouraged me to make an accountability post on the Snake Diet group page. Because even though I knew how to fast, I needed something more. I needed the accountability. I needed to be accountable to myself because as they say, when there's no accountability, there's no responsibility. Facing that fear of judgment and posting my fat pictures on the whole for the whole world to see was probably one of the hardest things I've done. But honestly, I believe that that was the key to transforming my mind and my body and sticking to it. Basically owning up to what I did to my body and facing my fear of judgment. I'm going to talk about my first two to three months of fasting protocol that I did. The first month I dropped 32 pounds. I mean, I was blown away. Of course, if you're carrying a lot of extra weight, you might be able to drop more. And of course, if you're thinner than I was, then you might not drop as much. So during my first month, I did strictly rolling 48 72 fasts. So what that means, rolling means I would fast for 48 hours, then I would break my fast. Usually my eating window was about one to two hours. And then after I ate, I went right back into fasting. So I did a 72 and then back and forth and refeed 48, 72. And I did that for a whole month. And this time I did stick to that one to two hour window for my refeeds. And I believe that that is a huge key 
for those like myself tend to binge and emotionally eat. Because I knew that, okay, right, I have one to two hours to eat and then no snacking throughout the day. Sometimes after you break a fast and you allow yourself the whole day to eat and refeed, you tend to snack throughout the day because you feel like you're deprived, but you really are not. My refeeds were around a thousand calories for that first month. I know that's pretty low. I'm 5'9", so if you're taller or shorter, you, you might need to readjust this amount. I was actually quite satisfied after finishing my refeeds. So I never felt like I needed to eat more. Like there were times where I couldn't finish a thousand calories, even when I kind of split it up throughout those two hours. I did keep my carbs low during that first month. I kept them around 50 grams of carbs. And most of my carbs came from like berries, like blueberries and raspberries, some strawberries, small amount, and mostly veggies. I ate a lot of veggies. And then my fat intake was on the higher side and protein was moderate amount. My hardest thing during the first month was breaking the habit of eating and constantly thinking about food. At times, I didn't know what to do with myself. I would pace around the house, literally consumed in the thought of eating. Every time that would happen, I would either go outside or take a nap, read a book. I tried to keep myself busy and distract myself from thinking about the food. It was hard. And that's exactly why people go back to binges. Those mental habits created over the years are so hard to break. But you have to remember, fasting is like a muscle. It does get easier the more you do it. You will get used to not having to have to eat all the time. Now I'm like, oh gosh, I have to remind myself I got to eat. I'm breaking my fast. And so my mind is not consumed like it used to be with eating all the time. I did record an IGTV on my Instagram about the binge eating. So if you are a binge eater, check it out. I will do a podcast episode on this topic later because I do think a lot of people do struggle with this. A majority, like I would say 98% of my clients that are trained, that is their number one struggle is the refeeds, binge eating, emotional eating. So along with fasting that first month, I walked 10 miles every single day during my first month. It was a steady pace walk, nothing fast, maybe, you know, three mile per hour pace, three and a half, maybe. It took me about three hours to accomplish the 10 miles. And I split it up to three times a day. So I would wake up in the morning, walk for an hour, then during lunch, and then in the evening. I know it's a lot of walking, you will feel tired and your legs will be sore, especially if you are sedentary. For me to help me walk, I did change my shoes often and kept my socks dry. I even used like anti-chafing cream around my toes, in between my toes and on the heels to prevent from getting blisters. You want to do anything you possibly can to prevent those blisters because once you get a blister, you're down usually. It was the most amazing thing ever. 
it took a minute to get adjusted and used to it because I've never done even cold showers before. But the more I read about the benefits of cold therapy, I decided that I needed to try it out. And I am addicted. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Literally, all of the pain and muscle soreness was gone within 20 seconds. This has become one of my favorite evening routines. I know it sounds funny, but it really is. You know, it is uncomfortable for the first few seconds when you get in. But just like anything else, it's mind over matter. When you do something that challenges, you allow yourself to grow. Growth happens in the state of discomfort. So to grow, you have to embrace the discomfort. Yes, it it will feel awkward. It's uncomfortable, but you're out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. If you stay in a comfort zone, that's not where your growth is. So my second month, pretty much my second and third month, my second month, I did stall quite a bit. As expected, after eating low carb for a whole month, my body just stopped losing any weight for like maybe two weeks, I lost like four pounds. So I started adding some healthy carbs, even though I was so afraid of adding carbs after being keto for so long, I would add healthy carbs like sweet potato. And I still kept my carbs around 70 grams. So it's not a ton of carbs, but it helped to get me out of the stall. Also on the second month, I added three days of OMAT over the weekend and continued to do one longer fast, like a 72-hour fast in between my OMAD days. This totally helped break my stall. I think it's, honestly, it's important to change out your fasting routine. Your body will stall if you don't, no matter what you're doing, because it will get used to, it will get adjusted to what you're doing and it will stop losing weight. So change things up. Don't be afraid of changing stuff up. Even if you just add one extra OMAD day in between. This month, I also added some weight training, some lightweight training on my refeed days. Nothing crazy. Typically, just full body exercises with my own body weight and some free weights and resistant bands because my gym was closed during the first month. And I do have a sample routine on my Instagram that I use during my second month. I don't recommend like heavy weightlifting every day when you're fasting because it will affect your sleep. And your sleep is a crucial part of your health and weight loss. If you don't sleep, you're going to hold on to the water. Your cortisol will be high. You won't be losing any, any weight. On my second month, I went back to walking about seven to eight miles a day. So I was still walking quite a bit. And I went back to full-time work. So that definitely decreased the time I had available during my first time, first month. I still would wake up around 5 a.m. and walk an hour before work. And I did my second hour walk after getting off work. And when I was at work, I tried to move as much as I could, you know, more standing than sitting, very little sitting. And I worked in the operating room, so that's not hard to do. You know, I I would stand, I would walk around the OR on my lunch break, I would go walk around the hospital, 
So I did anything I could to just kind of move and accumulate as many steps as I could throughout my day. And the third month, I did a little combo, kind of everything. I did like five days OMAD and then 72-hour fast. I did do some 48s. I did a whole week of OMAD. So I really kind of played with different routines. And I didn't lose as much weight because I was training a lot harder the gym. Once my gym opened up, I did pretty much five days full body routine. And that really started to help me change my body composition and kind of moving the fat from different areas into muscle. So yeah, third month was definitely an experience for me. I think that's it. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And let me know if you have any questions, message me on Instagram. And I would I look forward to our next session. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share it on your social media, and be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Follow Monica on Instagram at fit.fat.hotaf and on Twitter at fitfathotaf.